Oh, do you want to hear about the bear on Hulu? Do you, do you want to hear about Choco Tacos? Fuck you. I'm not talking about that shit. This is the I Can't Complain podcast. My name is John. Thank you guys for joining me today. It's the one year anniversary of the show. On August 2nd, 2021, little John here set off on a mission to create the best podcast ever created. And I failed you. I've let you down again and again, week after week. I've let you down 54 times, but maybe we'll get it right today. They said you can get it right. You can talk about the bear. That's all anybody's concerned about. All anybody's concerned about right now is the bear on Hulu. This is not a paid advertisement. The bear on Hulu, season one out now. They said, you got to talk about that if you want to be relevant. I said, fuck you. I'm not going to talk about the bear. I'm not going to talk about how it's the opposite of the great pussy drought that Richard Pryor talked about in the 1950s, when he seldom got any parts of pussy. It's the opposite of that. The men across this great nation, the young men across this nation, the 18 to 21-year-old males that are working in hot kitchens, slaving away in hot kitchens this summer, guess what? They're going to be slinging dick on an unprecedented rate. Like, you can't believe. You're going to go out to dinner, and they're going to try and blame the worker shortage. They're going to say, oh, we're, you know... We're short on staff. Your entree may take an extra 15 minutes to come out. It's not because they're short on staff. It's because those men in the kitchen are living out their dreams. They've let their hair grow out. They've got bad tribal tattoos, and they're slinging dick on a nightly basis. In between making the broccoli and the pasta for your entree, he's going to be having probably He's going to be getting blown, and he's going to be having sex, unprotected sex in that kitchen back there. And this doesn't occur on the TV show. I know this doesn't occur on the TV show, but this is what this TV this is what it's inspired. It's inspired the men across this great nation to just, you know, just be really sweaty and hang out in the kitchen all day and have massive amounts of unprotected sex this summer. This is the summer of unprotected This is the summer of unprotected restaurant sex. That's what it is. So get with it. When you go out to dinner, don't expect your entree to arrive on time because that cook in the kitchen, he's got better things to do. Um, I have bad news. And uh, I don't know how to break... I, I hope everybody's just sitting down. Halloween might already be ruined based on a worrying <laughs> warning from Hershey. Halloween is already ruined, ladies and gentlemen. According to CNN, Hershey CEO... Michelle Buck issued a fairly concerning warning during an earnings call on Thursday where she said the company is already bracing itself for the fallout stemming from supply chain woes that will likely lead to a candy shortage. Poised to rear its ugly head in October. I bet you guys were looking forward to the fall this year. You made it through a hot... You've almost made it through a hot summer. I'm not ready to let you off the hook yet. You have at least another month in many areas. So you're going you're gonna to sweat a little bit more. But you were looking forward to fall. You were looking forward to Halloween. But guess what? No longer. That's off the table. I don't look forward to Thanksgiving because Halloween is canceled for this year. Hershey could theoretically stockpile products to try to prevent Halloween from being ruined. However, doing so would prevent the confectionery giant from keeping the shelves stocked in months leading up to the holiday. So you're either going to pay now or you're going to pay later. But either way, you're paying. And I can see it now. Halloween night 2022. This is how it's going down. For little Jimmy and little Susie riding their bikes around, going door to door, and everybody's out of candy. Nobody has anything to give them. Maybe they get a random Macintosh apple, and they throw that shit on somebody's lawn. They don't want that. They want the candy. They want the good stuff. They want the sugar. They want the rush. They want the high. 
They want all that shit. So what do they see? They see a man luring them with some... Luring children with candy is never going to be easier than it's going to be this upcoming Halloween. I don't know. I hope I'm not like broadcasting this to anybody that's going to use this for nefarious purposes. But I'm just telling you, there's some sick freaks out there that are going to get off this Halloween a little easier than they usually do. Because those kids are going to come into... I don't know, Uncle Uncle Phil's house. Uncle Phil's going to invite them inside and they're going to be more than willing to go in because it's a full-size Snicker. And they haven't seen a full-size Snicker since last Halloween because the Hershey's company has let them down once again. The Hershey's company has broken their, broken their poor little hearts. It's sad. We'll be right back. Friends, Vladimir Putin has accused the United States of attempting to control the world's oceans. But you know what? That really doesn't phase him. Because he knows that the purest water, the purest bottled water can still be found. Bottled, shipped, and sold straight out of St. Petersburg, Russia. It's called pure Russian rainwater. Let's enjoy one. Ah, yes. Pure Russian rainwater. 98% pure. The purity levels dropped just a little bit because of increased bombing activity. 98% pure, only 2% dust from the missile blast up wind. It's better than ever, though. The taste the taste will take you back to a better place in time when the Soviet Union still existed. The original small batch pure Russian rainwater. Available now. Collected at ground level for the, for the purest of purities. 98% pure. Pick yourself up a case, a bottle, a can, or whatever the hell you can find today, but just pick it up. It's hot outside, and you need a little pure Russian rainwater in your life. If it's got to be pure, it's got to be Russian. Now back to the show. I'm bathing in this stuff now, by the way. Nothing that goes on or in my body is anything except pure Russian rainwater. Pure Russian rainwater, or go fuck your mom. <laughs> Pure Russian rainwater, the dictator's water. It's a sexy summer, though. It, I, I can't deny that. It's a sexy summer. It's a summer where, while your rib tips warm in the Applebee's microwave, that cook is having nasty, unprotected sex right next to the deep fryer. So it's a sexy summer on one hand. But on the other hand, it's a sterile summer. NPR reports more people are opting to get sterilized, and some are even being turned away. So is it a sexy summer, or is it a sterilization summer? I'm not really sure, but some people are having a lot of fun with this, because in July, a handful of people gathered in the shade of a large pine tree in Helena, Montana, for, for a going-away party of sorts. They each carried a jar with their aborted fetus inside. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. They didn't do that. It's... They didn't do anything nearly that crazy. The small group kicked off the sterilization shower for the 25-year-old by laying out chalk-written signs that said, See you later, ovulator, and I got 99 problems, but my tubes ain't one. They munched on cookies that had abortion rights slogans, such as My Body, My Choice written on them and frosting. I support these women. I support these women. They can eat as many cookies as they want to eat. That's what America means to me. You can eat as many my body, my choice cookies 
as you can fill your gullet with. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I don't see anything about what these women have done that is is in the least bit over the top or shocking at all. See you later, ovulator. What that that's a good slogan. I got 99 problems, but do I hear hooves? <coughs> oh, they're kicking up a lot of dust. Oh man, how are you guys doing? Guys, it's the abortion caravan. Another group has wandered into into our uh, into our settlement here. Um, they're here for the procedures, I'm sure. Let me see if I can talk to one of them. Ma- ma'am, ma'am, have you had your procedure yet? Not yet. Papa says I'll be sterile by sunup. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. Mitch McConnell said I'll said I'll, I'll if I come back and I'm sterile, but I'm not allowed back in the state. Oh, did he now? Is that is that the rule? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> the abortion caravan. I love these guys. All right, guys. See you later. And no, I don't know why we still allow horses on our public roads here. Don't ask. There's nowhere, guys, that I enjoy more. And there's nothing that I enjoy more than a dimly lit old school steakhouse. Rich mahogany. Comfortable seating. Booth seating. Comfortable booth seating. In an environment that if they didn't have steaks there, if you couldn't order a 16-ounce ribeye, that would probably be the type of environment where you might end your life, especially with all those sharp knives around. And I think that's part of the appeal of the old-school steakhouse. You can go in there really depressed, and the environment will just let you be depressed. You can grab a drink. You can sit there. It's dark. It's damp. Dimly lit. And you can you can enjoy that drink and you can think about everything that's gone wrong in your life and you're really down. And then the waiter comes over and the waiter says, sir, can I take your order? And you perk up. You say, yeah, I'll take a steak. I'll take a ribeye. You guys have that here? And the waiter's like, yeah, we got that here. How's that drink? And you realize, oh, the drink's pretty good. And suddenly you've gone from like zero. And as soon as the steak arrives and you take the first bite of that steak, you've gone to 100. So I think a lot of people right now in the current economic climate, they're just exhausted. And what do inflation-exhausted Americans do? They say, let's just go out for a steak. I don't have the money for it, but I'm going to put it on my credit card. And maybe my husband and I will go out for a steak and a Sunday, maybe an after-dinner Sunday, right? And she playfully puts that ice cream in her mouth. And she uses that tongue. Guys. She's using that tongue in ways that you haven't seen in years. And you were thinking about leaving her to for her sister. You were thinking about switching sisters. Meanwhile, your current wife, you know that she's cheating on you. And you've known it for a long time, but you're too lazy to even leave the relationship. But on that one night, that one special night that you shared that steak, that's a memory that'll last probably 8 to 12 hours. Not a lifetime, but 8 to 12 hours. 8 to 12 hours of hot, steamy sex at home. And by hot, steamy sex, I mean you might get lucky and get a blowjob before bed. That's what I'm talking about. That's what a steak can do for you. You can get in the mood in ways you haven't been in the mood in years. Over the past few years, many people have spent more time at home. They're getting meals delivered and cooking more. So when they do go out, they want to make it count. This is what I'm talking about, guys. I'm talking about making it count. 
They might pick places like steakhouses, which offer a nice ambiance and a filling meal. You go home with a belly full and you're ready to plow. That's what a good steakhouse can do. It can completely change the direction of your relationship for 8 to 10 hours. Now, what do large American steakhouse chains do? Longhorn says it's made significant investments over the past few years in the quality of their food. One big change. They've increased the size of most of their steaks. I don't see how those two things... That seems contradictory, but maybe that's just me. It says larger steaks make people feel like they're getting a good deal, which is especially important as inflation soars. So maybe if you're looking for a good steak, don't go to an American chain restaurant. That would probably be my my advice there. I love that, though. We've We've made significant investments in the quality of our food. Oh, what's the main difference? Oh, we've increased the size of most of our steaks. It's not a higher cut. It's just a bigger size. You know who probably won't be going out to eat a steak anytime soon is my friend Brett because she doesn't have a car. She doesn't have a vehicle. It was stolen and it is yet to be found. Unlikely to ever be found at this point. She might walk for the remainder of her life. She might not ever have a car again. But she could have a car if you'd contribute to her GoFundMe, and I will put the link in the description for this episode. Something I don't usually do, but I feel bad if Brett has to walk everywhere for the rest of her life. And she's been on the show a few times. If you've enjoyed her being on the show, go to her GoFundMe and throw her a few dollars. I also wanted to thank you guys because it's the one-year anniversary of the show. A lot of you guys have listened from the beginning. Thank you. Some of you guys are new listeners. Thank you guys. I appreciate each and every one of you. I love my listeners in a way that no other host does. I, I've i said it a few times, and I'll say it again, given the opportunity. I would make love to each and every one of my listeners, individually as well as collectively. So if you see me on the street, run up to me and just... <laughs> just drop your pants, I guess. Don't do that. I've already encouraged you to jerk off while you listen to these episodes. I don't even remember when I said that, but I randomly... I randomly have gotten messages, way too many messages, with people telling me I attempted to jerk off while I was listening to your show. So you have to be careful what you ask for. And I also want to apologize, guys, for being so hard on you over the past year, because I really have been an asshole. I've, what have I, I've told you to give up on this and give up on that. I've told you to give up on your dreams And it's just my special way of beating you down into submission until you give up on everything. And then we're going to rebuild you from there. And the first year of this program has just been a process of building you, building you, building you down so that we can build you up again, but not to the point to where you were before you listened to the show. You'll always be worse off than you were before you started listening to the show. So I think I'm going to be an asshole to you for one, one last time. One last time until I forget that I ever said this, and then I'll probably be a dick and I'll talk down to you for the rest of the time after that. But right now, I just feel like being an asshole to you one last time. So this is what I feel like. So let's just do this. Play the song. Let's listen to the song together. Because this is the type of music a lot of you guys grew up on. You were indoctrinated with this. Music that makes you believe that you can do anything you want to do, and I'm here to tell you you can't. wake up early on a Monday morning and it's raining, just roll over and go back to bed because nobody cares about you showing up at work. 
you're running late for work, don't go. There's nothing that you have to contribute to society, and everybody around you knows it. Is she talking about the witness protection program? Hit that dance floor. Here's the chorus. Let's enjoy this together. It's the end of the show, all right. It's the end of the goddamn show. This might be the last show ever produced. Here's the chorus. Here's a few attainable goals for some of you. You can change your hair. You can change your clothes. You can change your mind. It's just the way it goes, guys. Your dreams are over. You're aging. Some of you are starting to lose your hair. Starting to lose control of your faculties. You've shit yourself in public two times. You've shit shit yourself in public two times in the last week. It's time to realize that you're not going to be an astronaut. Nobody in my audience moved out of their hometown. That's for goddamn sure. You can always turn around. You can always go back home. You can always go back on my ass when half of my listening audience has restraining orders against them. Actual physical restraining orders ordered by the court. They're not allowed to go back home because some of my audience got a little too handsy at the Thanksgiving table. I've talked about that before. Some of you guys felt your knees up over Thanksgiving dinner and it really ruined your family dynamic and I can't blame your family for being pissed off at you because you're a piece of shit. Here's the chorus. You can change your hair and you can change your clothes. You can change your mind. That's just the way it goes. You can my mind. Let's imagine a world where we allow 35-year-old men and women to to attend space camp every summer. 70-year-old men are still attending space camp because they haven't given up yet. That's unrealistic. You need to give up on your goddamn dreams. You're not a superstar. You're not. The real you is a superstar. You can change your mind, that's just the way it goes. You can say goodbye and you can say hello. But you'll always find your way back. You can change your hair and you can change your This is the energy portion of the song. This is the this is the portion of the song where you need to be under your feet right now and you need to be dancing along with this. That's what I'm gonna do. Don't chase your dreams. You can still move, get up and dance, because the only place you're going back home to after this song's over is the unemployment office.